0: Good evening, everybody. How are you? How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday? It Wednesday? Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Hello, Joelle. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you? Awesome.
0: Very, very good. Good to be here. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Welcome to the What Would Jeff Do show with Jeff and the wonderful Joelle. And uh, it's a Q&A show. You ask, you type a question. Joelle reads a question. I give an answer. If you're brand new to the show, welcome. If you're brand new to the podcast, welcome. Great to have you here. Um, you know, one of the things that I think is really, really important um, mm. that is we talk about is the the flavor of the show, the flavor of our seminars, uh, the flavor of a lot of the work we do. And a lot of what we do is stopping unwanted behaviors. And the What Would Jeff Do show is geared around stopping unwanted behaviors. And if you pay attention to the actual um, questions, you'll see that people will ask, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? Now unfortunately, I can only give you a short condensed answer. And it's usually you know involved the word apply a punisher, um, but you know most dogs out there need like the whole kitten caboodle. Most dogs need, you know, full training. In fact, speaking of full training, let me um, let me show you um, do we have. Good it. And I'm gonna lure. Good. Down. Podcast folks, this is our Green to Graduate. Tucker, here. Also, we a link Good job. That. Down. It's weird, I can't access our programs right now. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here! Dog's doing a huge That's recall. My boy. Field. Here? There we go. That's my boy. And that was the green to graduate course. And in the green to graduate course, it's literally, you can take a dog that knows no commands and it can be fully off leash um, trained. Like we did it in 11 days, most, you know, big deal we dog trainers, but you can do it in a month. You actually can train your dog. Well, you can actually train your dog in one day to make dramatic difference in one day. Um, we've got a lot of different courses that we offer we just finished up an inner circle. We'll talk about that. We've got a mastermind seminar yeah. coming up. Um, we'll talk about that at the end of October. There's still a couple of spaces left for that. It's a seven-day seminar. Um, we've got a seminar coming up on our 2023 s- schedule, which is going to be very, very limited. That's coming up um, in starting at the end of January. But let's get right to the questions. <laughs>
1: okay can you scroll up on yours because for some reason you have one comment that I can't see can you see any
0: other yeah you' see, see the, rest, the rest of YouTube comments interesting
1: it's it, from Yankee woman Kim she said hi Jeff and Jowell I'm happy to hear that nothing happened to your house during this hurricane although I can't say the same for a couple relatives that I have down there
0: yeah I mean I mean I think everybody knows somebody down in Florida and yeah. they know somebody down in that er- in that area um, w- one of our houses did get damaged um, we lost power at all of our houses for three days, um, two houses for four days. Um, but nothing that it's, it's, all cosmetic. It's all a little bit of roofing stuff, but nothing for, nothing compared to, cause we're not in Florida right now. Personally, that's the company's still in Rhode Island. Um, myself Joelle, and Angelo and then, and, and, and you know, nothing can compare to what happened, the total devastation of, um, what has happened. Um, down And we, we were in the Fort Myers area yesterday donating uh, a truckload of stuff. We'll be going down probably once a week, um, maybe every other week, but we're planning on once a week. Um, and it's actually funded by people buying courses. So part, part of the money for courses, it's going towards um, uh, things that we donate. So we donated water, which they really don't need a lot of, um, but diapers. They need a lot of snacks. So what they're looking for is like snacks, like packaged snacks, canned goods, things you don't have to heat up, obviously.
1: Hygiene, hygiene products, hygiene, yeah.
0: So, wipes. children's diapers, adult diapers, wipes, um, personal hygiene products, things like that. So, um, but it was well organized. Yeah. <laughs> they had a drop-off line and and a, and a pickup line, and um, everybody there was wonderful. And um, I'm not quite sure how they vote or what their socioeconomic status was, nor do I care. Um, I don't know what pronouns um, they prefer, nor does it matter. The bottom line is none of that shit matters when it comes to, um, it's funny that none of that stuff matters when it comes to disasters, except for what you see on TV. Um, So all I will tell you is that Governor DeSantis um, is doing a fantastic job. And um, there are crews working literally through the nights. We had a crew on our street working through the nights for actually almost actually two nights um, just, just on our street. Um, getting power back just to um, the grid of uh, homes that that we live by, and on our way down to um, Fort Myers was a lot of the highway crews. They were getting poles, Insane. you know, back up. Poles were down. Yeah, but kind of the total devastation of of the the area, and there's a lot of people that don't quite understand the the way that the storm moved, and a lot of people were saying, you know, why don't we? Um, why did those people evacuate? Well, let me tell you an interesting story. We actually thought of evacuating, and we have friends all over Florida. So we actually thought of evacuating to Orlando because it wasn't supposed to go anywhere near Orlando, not at all. Ironically, the person who we evacuated from wanted to evacuate in Orlando actually asked us after the storm if they could come out to us because they were devastated. That's how much this storm changed. That's at the last minute. Little literally by the
1: time they knew it was going to hit last 12 hours. My- 12 hours and at that point highways are jammed. You're not getting out.
0: Yeah. yeah With highways, 12
1: hours notice you're not getting out. You
0: actually it would be, it would be actually unsafe.
1: Yeah. Then would, you'd be stuck on a highway in your car in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah.
0: Running out of gas. Yeah. Yeah. It would be it would be very very unsafe. Anyway, um, enough about that. Let's keep going to the next thing.
1: Pat said, I'm so glad you guys are safe from the bad weather. Thank
0: you. Yeah, we're, we're happy too.
1: Allison said, hi, J-squared.
0: Hey, hey, what's up? How are you? Uh,
1: Pat Smith, I've been using the Zapper after my dog's misbehavior. He is still misbehaving. Help.
0: Well, number one, it's a shock collar. Let's call it what it is. Um, unless it's a doggy don't, which is a sound effect machine. But if you're using the shock collar, number one, there actually is a way to use it. There's actually a way to train your dog with food. So there's actually a, ra- a way, there's a proper way to do a positive reinforcement training program, okay? It's not magic. There's actually a proper way to train. So there's, all, there's a proper way to train what you want and a proper way to train what you don't want. So if you're using a shock collar to stop an unwanted behavior, number one, what brand of collar is it? What's the fit? What kind of contact points uh, are on it? What level are you on? Um, what, is the, wh- what is the timing of it? And what are you actually trying to stop? And does the dog actually, you know, understand, you know, a, a lot of other things? So it all depends. There's a lot of variables. So fit and timing and intensity are all very important. And then also brand. So there's a lot of crap brands out there that even at the highest level I can go. And so also most people underwhelm their dog. But let's call it a shot cow or call it for what it is. But that's, that's besides the point. So that's why I do so many online consults. And as far as the online consults, let me just take some time here to explain to people the best way to get help. For free help, we have YouTube, Instagram, um, and Facebook. And we have six podcasts a week. Six podcasts a week. Five of those are free. But if you join our Patreon channel, and Joel will put up a link to it right now. Mm-hmm. for It's $10 a month, but you can buy a year membership to our Patreon channel for $100.80. It's just a weird number, but they it's just the way it is. That's about $8, a little bit more than $8. It's $8 a month, $0.33, $0.30 cents a month. With that, though, you get once a week... Zoom Q&A, which is a face-to-face, audio-to-audio thing. But you also get 20% off all of your courses and all of your consults. So right now, if you were thinking about buying the Green to Graduate course, which you should, everybody that owns a dog that does not have that course should own that. And the reason why I say that is not because we did it, because you can fully train your dog. And if you say your dog is trained, you will probably train it better. But For $10 a month, you join Patreon, then you buy a course, you take the course, you've got questions, then you buy a consult, and you're saving 20%. So, literally, after your first purchase, you saved $40, and you only paid $10, so you're up $30. It's incredible. It's incredible. Next.
1: Next. Next uh maggie my six-month-old malinois has been potty trained for months but these past few weeks she has been marking on blankets is there a reason for the change any advice
0: well marking and a lot of people will say well is it male or is it female i don't really care females mark is it fixed or not fixed hopefully it's not fixed but i don't really care the bottom line is this check for uti always rule that out first rule it out It's most likely behavioral, but check. All you got to do is catch the urine in a a little container, bring it in. They'll, they'll look for, you know, see if it's a UTI, treat it. But this is what you have to do. You got to catch the dog in the act, catch the dog in the act, and then you got to correct it, mark it with a no, correct it, mark it with a tone on the remote, and then correct it, teach the dog that that's wrong. Also, what's your dogs? Is it drinking too much water? You know, but marking is different than taking a piss. So, is it drinking? But check check its water intake. Also, make sure you've got a good outdoor schedule because in six months you still should have a very good outdoor schedule. So, a potty time schedule. Next,
1: Julie Starns. Hello, I highly recommend all the programs. Love you guys.
0: Thank you, Julie. Thanks,
1: Julie. <clears throat> Pat said we were safe in Tampa. Yes,
0: yeah, so you Tampa we're supposed was supposed hammered. to get hit. And then well at the beginning, Tampa was supposed to not get hit. Then Tampa was supposed to get hit.
1: Then it was supposed to be us where it made then there was fall. supposed
0: to be Sarasota and Bradenton. We were supposed to be hit.
1: Literally, it was like the most stressful seventy-two hours of my life. Okay,
0: for her life, I was fine the whole time. And then for, for she wanted oh, to go like, We
1: need to evacuate. Oh, like crying. Our neighbors come over, they're like, You ain't going anywhere. Right? <laughs> like,
0: so, okay. It's like, yeah. So but staying. but thirty miles south of us, that's where they got hit. That's how close it was. That's how close it was. So. Literally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jill, can you demo how to best hold or use the e-collar remote one-handed? I fumble around trying to dial up and down as needed. Yep. It's
0: in the green to graduate course. Yep. It's in the green to graduate course. Middle
1: finger on black. Angelo, grab 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 the
0: remote right there that Goose has right there on the corner of the table.
1: This would be a good reel to make on Instagram. A how-to. Yep. It's on Goose, though.
0: So, I won't push any buttons. Okay, so grab it. This is the 400, by the way, not the 300. So, it's a little bit larger. So, you're grabbing it like this. We just use the top button.
1: We set it up on continuous. See?
0: Okay. We set it up on continuous. I prefer to just use this finger, but a lot of people prefer middle. middle And then then, then you can easily dial up. So you dial up like this, hit like this. I prefer personally to just go like this. And if I've got to dial up, I actually dial up with one finger.
1: Yeah, but when you're training on NCS, you need I to do it. I understand that.
0: I'm dial. just that's why I showed the first way.
1: Okay. do it my way, Jill. Okay.
0: It's much better. That's what that's what she really meant was <laughs> do it her way. Okay. So no matter how I would have demonstrated it, it would have still been wrong. Next.
1: Middle finger on black. There All right. There you go. Yankee woman Kim said, hello, Jeff and Joel. I was happy to hear that your house was safe. Thanks, Jesus, for that. That's
0: what that's the same question. No, this is a different one. Oh.
1: She must have like deleted it and then reached oh, okay. it. Maybe. Got it. Um, I have relatives living down there, a couple okay, but one yeah. house did get destroyed. Yeah. Terry, what are the differences between the seminar reactivity and leash reactivity courses? That's a
0: great question. So believe it or not, the less priced one is a better deal. So the leash reactivity one. necessarily.
1: The leash reactivity is at a client's house. It's shorter. It's more condensed. The seminar is a seminar. So it's like it's all the same information just used on multiple dogs. It's a
0: lot more it's information. it's much
1: longer. It's
0: a lot You're more information. You're looking at like
1: four to five hours of content, whereas the other one is like maybe an hour or two.
0: Like I said, the cheaper one is the better one.
1: Unless people don't want to watch a whole seminar, and they're like, "I just want the answers now."
0: But the but the information is incredible.
1: Yep. Um,
0: so get the get the one for one ninety seven. You'll be happy.
1: Yankee woman Kim said, "Thank you for helping out the people in Florida. That's a great gesture from your end." That's
0: that, That's something I've been doing. You're you're welcome. I've been doing it all my life. Yeah. Like there's so much. There's so much that people don't know about me. Really. So much. You know how many people that would surprise. That we did that, that I did that. It's like, I've been doing stuff like that since I was a kid. That's the way I was raised. Like people have no idea the amount of money that leaves my checking account to things that I'm passionate about that help other people out. They have no idea. They have no idea how many soup kitchens I have worked in. No idea how many Christmases and Thanksgivings, early mornings that I have worked in behind the scenes in soup kitchens how many disasters that I've donated to, you know, whether it's with financial or this time financial and physical. No idea how many fundraisers I've done huge with rate prices, battered women I've, for years, huge amounts. Next.
1: Sawblade entertainment missed the live this morning. Uh-huh. Do you plan on doing a course on what to do when you first get a puppy? It's a fully trained dog. The live title made me think of it. We'll watch later.
0: Well, we already have that, though. I posted it in a comment, our yeah, puppy course. Yeah, the do the puppy course, which is you do the puppy course and then graduate into the Green to Graduate. Green to graduate. So for under $500, you can get a brand new puppy to be an off-leash trained dog. Yep. By the, by, by the time it's less than six months old. But let's say but it's six months old. It's six months old. You will have a fully off-leash trained dog. Most dogs six months old are still doing high fives.
1: Doing horrible stuff and people saying, oh, they're just a puppy. Right,
0: yeah. They're so, still Im- puppy biting. Imagine that. Imagine having a fully, and I'm, when, when I say fully off-leash trained, I don't think people understand what trained actually means. Mm. I'm talking about a dog that actually listens to you. It's <laughs> 10 feet in front of you. You say here, it spins on a dime.
1: And reliably.
0: Watch Joelle's, the, watch the Instagram stories today. The dog is outside doing recall downs.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, outside. Outside,
0: With recall down, recall down, in front of a barking dog.
1: <clears throat>
0: and it's not because it has a shock collar on it. Shock collar is not being used. You don't have to use it. It's because it's trained, and the dog's only been here for almost two weeks. And that was the biggest distraction in the world.
1: Today's exactly two weeks.
0: Yeah. There's like a a barking dog. He's
1: like finished. He could go home yeah, technically.
0: It's, it's incredible. But well, we're going to do we're baby, baby proofing. Now, yeah. baby proofing. That is next. Nice. We start baby proofing tomorrow.
1: Wife, he's solid. Yeah.
0: Next.
1: Uh, Matt Tews said, have you ever drink lean purple drink? What? No. If and that's like one of those fitness weird fad things, no. I have no idea what you're we talking about. We don't do about. that in this house. It's a
0: dog training show
1: um let's see pat smith said thank you saw entertainment said thank you
0: welcome
1: ryan trying to get my dog in follow mode but still gets a little in front of me i use working level and spatial pressure but wasn't really working was mm. thinking of going back to the luring phase
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, no don't you don't go backwards go forwards actually so with spatial pressure using the remote first do you have do you have the walking program or the green to graduate program
1: Sounds like he has greener graduate because he's saying NCS to correction Oh, okay,
0: got it. So, so so what you might have to do is dial up higher. Go up higher on the remote. Go and make sure you're squared off to the dog. And just drive yourself into the dog with spatial pressure using the leash and the remote on continuous and keep it on.
1: And the key with spatial pressure too is I think a lot of owners back off too soon. Right. Like, you're walking into that dog until they're literally, like, I'm out of here. They're the re- other way. running the other direction. And
0: this is how the dude should look. If you slightly turn, say so you don't walk your dog on the left, if you slightly turn left, the that dog, dog jumps jump back. Out of your way. Because and it, it thinks it's going to get walked into. And
1: if it bumps your leg, you can actually give them a little correction for that. Yep. It's like, don't bump my leg. Yep. Do a lot of sharp left-handed turns. With that's where the,
0: that's where the, that's where the finesse of the dog training comes in.
1: And this is what you would be a good candidate for our inner circle. Right. Yep. Um, if you don't know what the inner circle is, I will post the link again. We just finished up a class and we had an owner who was literally in the same exact position. They're like the dog's train, but it's always forging on the walk three, two sessions into the inner circle dogs behind them. So we help you in the inner circle, clean all that up. It's virtual group coaching with Jeff, myself, and only like five other people. It's very small. And what you do is you submit videos of what you're struggling with. We all go through it as a group. So everybody learns from each other, which is pretty cool too. And then we give you homework for the week. We send out a group, um, Google drive video, to everybody and you watch it you implement it the next week we go through it we make sure you're reaching your goals so the inner circle is not just like a a one-size-fits-all course we literally base the curriculum upon what the students need help with so it's pretty cool yeah you'd be a good candidate for it it's
0: it's all it was all dog owners and they're doing a great job yeah and they all could actually become dog trainers right now today Mm -hmm. That's how much skill they have, not just from this course, but from the amount of work they put into their dog and the knowledge base that they have.
1: You're still going to do that crittering video. That's true. Amir, hi. In the case of reactivity towards dogs, I feel that I stopped the reactivity during the loading phase, but the dog tries again and again on walks to react. Mm-hmm. Ritz has high prey drive mm-hmm. advice.
0: Yep. You're probably, going, you're probably not going high enough on the correction. So what you're doing is you're nagging, which is very, very common. It's like, yep, I'll stop today, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. How much suck have you put into that dog for even thinking about reacting? And this is the thing that dog trainers don't talk about. Nobody wants to talk about this. Everybody's redirecting. Like, you can redirect all day long. I can hold the tennis ball up, and I can have the dog follow the tennis ball past the barking dog so it doesn't react. Or... I can also make it totally suck for the dog to react. Now the dog wants to avoid the sucky part. That's a like people have to understand that that is an incredibly common training protocol. It's called avoiding the punisher, avoiding the correction, avoiding the discomforts. That's why dogs will not do a certain behavior and also do a certain behavior. When it comes to baseline obedience, it's all reward-based. So nobody seems to want to talk about us and that concept. All we do is correct dogs. No. Well, first of all, we work with dogs that actually need lots of correcting. But if you want to give us a happy-go-lucky puppy and you only want basic obedience, there would probably be no corrections at all, minimal corrections, very minimal. But if you want to get into real world obedience, not in a classroom, now we're talking more corrections. Why? Because dogs make more mistakes out in the real world. And then if you want to start stopping unwanted behaviors, it's more correction heavy. And then if you want to rehab aggression, it's extremely correction heavy. Like, there's so, like, people have to got to understand what, number one, we do, what fellow dog trainers in this industry do. And what they don't do. But there's so many people that work only in a classroom. In a sterile environment. And they do a choreographed routine. Big, I can get the most aggressive dog in the world to do a downstay with a cookie. Big fucking deal. Seriously, big fucking deal. That wasn't the job. The job was... To stop the aggression, I can get the softest, most fearful dog. It won't take food, but to do a downstay in a classroom. Big deal. It goes out in the world and it's afraid of everything. Now the work begins. And believe it or not, correcting fear or the flight mode is actually. A common practice. Next.
1: Ryan, how do you know when to go from NCS to correction? Went from in the home to in front of the house. Went up a couple numbers and was doing NCS every 30 seconds.
0: When you're hitting NCS, is a dog going into the command? So does the dog understand what the remote actually means?
1: Without leash guidance.
0: Right. So let's say you're out in front of your house and the dog's on a down stay, and a kid on a bike comes by, and the dog stands up, you push the button, the dog goes back down. Mail truck goes by, dog stands up, you push the button, dog goes back down. It's time for corrections. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That means the dog understands it.
1: Yeah, understands
0: the remote. And for folks that don't understand that, it's no different than saying when the dog stands up, you just say down the dog downs so the remote collar is in a different language all that is is another language you speaking to the dog all right it's a silent language and you've put a lot of work into it to get to that point because i assure you if it was an untrained dog if you take an, a dog that has not been trained on the remote and it was got into a, a went from a down to a stand and you pushed a button it would not go back into a down training went into that that is what folks do not understand about remote collars. a lot of reps went into that to get to that point there's the priming stage the cs stage the ncs stage the correction stage but we're not even talking about the correction stage but now we are talking about the correction stage because the dog knows the command People that think that remote collars are a quick fix now for shutting up barking, counter surfing, um, jumping on people—yep, they're quick fixes, as they should be. But for obedience training, oh no, not at all. No, obedience training around distractions—no. You got your work cut out for you. Next,
1: Maggie, my six-month-old Mal has never been denied water and has access to a pet door. And she's peed on two blankets in the past two weeks. Should I deny access to water? If so, how?
0: Well, it's not, it's, you're not denying access to water. Mm, you're, you're just monitoring You're just controlling the water. So, in other words, we I feed my dog once a day, Joelle's dog once a day. That's it. Oh my God, that's it. I'm like, well, I could. Texas on. 22 ounces a day 23 I've got Wes on her dog 26 Six. to 27 all depends on like what up you know how close I am to on the scale so I could split it up but I don't need to they're adult dogs they eat in the morning that's what that's just what we've decided now the boarding train dog that we have in here is on kibble it eats four cups a day well frankly I'm not gonna feed it four cups in the morning or four cups at night I'm going to split it up two and two. But guess what? After 15 minutes, it gets taken away. Mm-hmm. So, with my dogs, my dogs eat in, in West Eats in about three minutes. So, I'm, I'm not denying them food for 24, for 23 hours and 57 minutes. They just eat their meal in three minutes. But if you've got a dog that you've got to monitor its water intake, you monitor its water intake. And I just say that because it's, it's, there's this concept out there that it, like trainers are denying things from dogs. It's like, you're not denying it. You're just like, you need to know that your dog is not over drinking. A lot of times you take water out of the kennel at night. If your dog is soiling at night through the night, sometimes why do they have access to water? They're not going to die. They're not living outside. It's not hundred degrees outside they Can get to the night without water. And if they drink water too fast, that's also a problem. We've had many dogs that have come in the training center and they gulp water down. It's like that water should be taken away. Throw up. Yeah, you you actually they can get they get bloat. So you can you only can put a little bit of water in their bowl, in their um, in their pail. And then the doggy door, I'm not against doggy doors at all, but technically your dog is not house trained,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not house trained. I'm not against doggy doors. I owned an outside dog. It wasn't house trained. Because they can, your dog can, whenever it has to go to the bathroom, it can just go outside and go to the bathroom. So it's actually never learned to control it. So I think there just needs to be more human monitoring. That's all. That's it. But I would check for UTI if if it all Mm of a sudden just started happening. Could be.
1: Terry, awesomeness, seminar reactivity it is. Thanks again for the reset. You're Thanks, Terry. Thanks, Terry. Ryan, yes, I walk until they turn around, and yes, I asked this on Patreon yesterday. I'll do more practice.
0: I go to a higher level. Mm. Uh, I go to a higher level. I forgot my my how I responded to you on Patreon, um, but I would go to a higher level. Yeah.
1: It could also be the arousal before the walk too. There's a lot of things with the walk. Mm. Jill, thanks. I must have missed the remote part in the Green to Graduate. I will practice using it how Joelle showed. You won't regret it, Jill. Of course. Um, Deanna said Inner Circle was awesome. Thanks for being there, Deanna. Deanna.
0: Yeah, Deanna made huge progress. Yeah. Huge progress. So this is the thing. We had happy-go-lucky dogs that were struggling with the walk and some of the obedience. That was like under a year old. Mm -hmm. And then we had dogs that were biting children in the house. Yep. And everybody made progress. Everybody made progress. Next.
1: Sandy, I've watched you for years. My boys started fighting over me and realized my house was insane and I allowed it. I bought green to graduate. It was a lifesaver. Thank you. Thank you. Love you both. I, picture that. I did.
0: So who said that? Sandy. Sandy. Okay.
1: So happy for you.
0: Everyone should read that. Mm. Where, where's that? Where's that? Put it up on the uh, screen. Okay show. Okay, put that up on the screen. Okay. I'm not doing this to sell more courses, but everyone should buy more courses. I got into dog training, not because I love dogs. That doesn't mean I hate dogs. Like, it's like, why does it have to be so polar opposite? Right. (laughs) It's like, oh, so you hate dogs? I'm like, did I say that? No, I just said, I got in this business, not because I love dogs. I got into this business because I love people. I got in this business so I can make dramatic changes in people's lives for the positive so they can have a happier life, do more things with their life, have better relationships, be better parents, be better um, spouses or partners, and live a fuller life. And if you own a dog, in order to do that, you need your dog to behave and no stuff and you need to be able to stop unwanted behaviors or your life will be very challenging with your dog, which can cause divorces separations, lack of actually finding a partner. Cause nobody can come to your house mm. to a dangerous household, to the death of your dog, to an injury to a family member, to an injury to somebody in the community, to constant fighting, to miserable walks, to self injury because dogs pull people down. And I wanted to stop all that. So dogs are my Trojan horse to bring people happiness. Dogs are my Trojan horse to bring people happiness. So this person, I've been just the guy with a big mouth for 20 years spewing this stuff. But also, we're actually training dogs. I mean, we train, we actually are, are real dog trainers. And, and and we made this Green to Graduate course. And all we did was make this course. What's this person's name? Sandy. Sandy. Sandy's the one that spent 197 and did a shitload of work. And her life has changed. Yeah. And, and, and I sounded like a little rant there, but it's like, I am seeing so many people out there struggle that is incredible. And I want people to know that the answers are there. Now, with fighting dogs in her house in mayhem. She obviously was smart enough to figure out herself. That doesn't mean if you can't figure it out yourself, that does not mean you're not smart. But, what, but the next step would be also then to do an online consult. Why? Because after 20 years and 10,000 dogs, you'll never surprise me with what's going on in your house. I know what's going on in your house. That's why I always get surprised when people send me photos of their dogs after describing their dog's behavior like i don't need to see a picture of your dog why do i need to see a picture of your dog you already told me what's wrong with your dog that's all i care about what's the problem let me give you the solution next
1: all right ashley holder said happy hump day hey ashley, hey,
0: ashley. hope you're doing okay hope you're doing
1: okay and got your power
0: Yep. uh
1: diane so we
0: actually thought about going to ashley's place yeah we did and she's not anywhere near.
1: I don't think we ever told Ashley. where we're like, <laughs> no, we were going to. We'll show up there in the RV. If things get really. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. But she actually, she was not even supposed to be yeah. affected by it. Yeah. She lost power, so, so I went to help. That, well, I went to matter. We would have had a We have a generator, but still. Yeah. On the RV, but still, the point is, like,
1: nobody, nobody, nobody was, saw
0: it no, coming. no, nobody saw it like the, the way that it happened.
1: And it was never supposed to be a category four either. Almost five. Everyone's like, ah, it's a three. It's no big it's almost deal. Almost was to three miles per Literally hour. Below a five. Per, per hour away from a category five. Yeah, it was bad. Um, Diane. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Still a super fan. Have done amazing with your techniques. However, now I have a fourth dog who happens to be only two pounds. Spatial pressure, I'd step on him. He's now six months and I'm struggling.
0: Two pounds. Two pounds?
1: Is it a hamster?
0: Are you sure it's a fucking dog? Damn. Did you get it checked?
1: For six months old, two pounds. What is it? Is it like a teacup hours? It's got to be a
0: teacup something. Damn! You what do you
1: even do with a dog that small? Tennis racket. That's true. You're not
0: hitting the dog, guys. No, you're
1: using it as a wall. You're, you're
0: putting like you, you put pressure, you put the tennis it? racket down where your feet are. It's like a wall. And so then you're walking into the dog. Yeah, you use a tennis racket. Next.
1: Deanna, great moment last night. My mom came to help me with the kids, and Kronos does not really know her. He had no aggressive behavior at the crate and was able to walk right by her without even looking at her in a heel. Look at that. Good job, Deanna. Great job. Deanna was part of our inner circle. We worked a lot on her confidence, too.
0: Hold on. I got to get this. This is the security company for one of my properties. Okay. Talk.
1: All All right. Um, D Ryan said thank you. I'll look into the inner circle. Yeah, Ryan, it is um definitely a game changer, like me and Jeff were saying earlier. Um, we can help you with pretty much any behavior. We had in the last group super happy-go-lucky dogs. We had a dog that was literally attacking people who came onto one of our clients' properties. We had Deanna there. Her dog struggles with aggression. Um and everybody made really, really good progress. And I think a lot of it, everyone's takeaway last night, which was our last class, they all felt like they, Human. as the humans, got the most training. The mo- They all got more confident. It's all about. They almost felt like they needed permission to finally just, like, do what they needed to do. Yep. You know, they had, there was some apprehension there because of all the shit you hear online.
0: All the bullshit.
1: So when we finally tell them, just do it, and it works. They're like, holy shit.
0: There's so much misinformation out there. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's so disgusting. It's funny. I was going to make Friday's show about this, but I don't think I'm going to. Um, I saw something on TikTok. Actually, we actually post on TikTok. um, And um, it was a video of a trainer that that I know that's Mm -hmm. doing extremely well, that travels around and works with aggressive dogs, Mm -hmm. reactive dogs. And um, he just does like this little like, you know, Jimmy Jab, like, you know, Like, you know, if a dog's being reactive, it's, like, pop like that right in the side there.
1: Yeah. That's common practice. So
0: many people, so many people freaked out on that video.
1: Are you serious? Yeah.
0: And I'm just like, what? Are you, like, really?
1: To get the dog's attention? The dog
0: was literally flipping out. It's a leash reactive dog. They they, they needed help. And literally, this dog stopped instantly. Mm Mm-hmm. Instantly, instantly, instantly instantly stopped and all of a sudden now the dog can be around dogs. Like it's like, and everybody's going like negative, not everybody, but a lot of people are. And it's just like, and then it's just so funny. You get everything from that was mean and abusive to why would he hurt the dog to someone saying, well, what would you do? The person would be like, well, I would never have my dog around 12 dogs. I'm like, oh, so you actually? So what do you do? So then you'll never be able to go to a place where there's lots of dogs. Well, that's stupid. Just
1: walking in the neighborhood, I see twelve
0: dogs. Yeah, but even but no, even, even the same area, an event, a park,
1: anything, anything. Dogs are everywhere. But the
0: dog would do it if there was three dogs there. Yeah. So it's just like, like everybody has gone so ridiculous with like it everybody's an expert, but nobody has answers. Yeah. Nobody has answers. And the people that have answers, they're the ones getting beat up on. It's so funny.
1: It's so bad. So
0: why? So the issue is everybody's afraid now to do something
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it might be wrong. And we're telling you, no, chances are your inner, your inner gut is actually right. Mm-hmm. And your wokeness is wrong. <laughs> and by the way that's not a political your thing your
1: wokeness is wrong
0: everyone's like don't why do you have to bring politics into it that's not political do
1: i look really dark right now right now
0: you do because the shadows oh okay yeah and I look this is all shadowy
1: how come the lights aren't working good
0: they are working good you always tell me to lo- lower them
1: i feel like we both look really dark i think it's just because the sun here is such a yeah that's better
0: all right that's usually way way too bright for you
1: miguel jeff do you have to phase out the prong collar
0: no no you don't have to phase out the prong collar you don't have to phase out the remote collar you don't have to phase out the leash probably should phase out food no don't you don't have to at all if your walk if you have a better walk with a prong use a prong so many trainers will say so many people say well then the dog's not trained and i'm like I can't tell you how many dogs pull on a prong. Yeah. Tons of dogs do. The prong is not magic. Okay. It seems like it's magic on some dogs. Yeah. It's magical. But the reason why people say it's magic is because it gives owners leverage. That's why. And they never had leverage before. So, but you don't need to phase out the prong at all. You don't need to phase out the remote at all, but all the prong cower gods and the gatekeepers and all the remote cower gods and the gatekeepers will tell you that your dog's not trained if the tool is on. Well, the only tool that they should be talking about is the tool that is them. Because you're not trying to get rid of tools, you're trying to get rid of problems. And just to let everybody know, I know a lot of high profile trainers whose personal dogs always have remotes on. And there's nothing wrong with that. At all. At all. If you need a device that communicates with your dog when it's off-leash, either next to you or up to a mile away, why would you not have that? Meanwhile, so many fucking people are putting them little treat dispensers with two-way communication, and they'll sit in their fucking office, and they'll look on their little iPhone, and they'll go, Oh! Hi, puppy. Oh, you look good. You're a good boy. They'll push a button and then a fucking little treat comes out. Everybody thinks that's fantastic. But, oh, pulling a, but pulling a dog. What's that? It's
1: called Furbo and Janelle has one. Okay,
0: fine. I don't know what it's called, nor do I want to know what it's called, nor do I want to know how much it is and where you buy them. Okay. But meanwhile, pulling your dog off deer. Oh, that's not good. Giving your dog the freedom to be off leash, that's not good. Stopping your dog's separation anxiety, that's not good. Giving your dog to hold command with large with large distractions, that's not good. <laughs> How about
1: the one with the dog getting confidence in Home Depot being right. pushed over threshold? Right. The right. like there's so much mis- there's so
0: much misinformation out there. So no Stupid. you don't need to get off your off, off the tools at all. Next.
1: Carol, Jeff, we had a short chat earlier about the loss of my Roddy and my GSC, the one that goes crazy when I feed the birds. Just curious for your opinion. Atticus, the one-and-a-half-year-old male, neutered, and he doesn't lift his leg to pee. Normal? Doesn't bother me, but just curious if you've seen this with All other the time. Dogs. Yeah. My dog is neut- is not neutered and doesn't lift his leg sometimes. So
0: female dogs lift their legs.
1: Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. Strange. Female
0: dogs lift their legs. Yep. We've seen it all. Yep.
1: It's not strange though.
0: It's not strange, not. It's not even worthy of a concern. How about yeah. that?
1: Sawblade Entertainment, will you do another Mastermind down the road? No way, I can afford it in October, but we'll save for it. Really want to do it.
0: Yeah, we will. You can also finance it. Yeah, Sawblade. Through, through PayPal, right? Yeah, PayPal allows financing. Yeah, we can always. You can always. You can always. Um, Sawblade, if you tried going to the link at JeffKelmanSeminars.com, clicking on it to buy it? And then do the pay it later option. Have you tried that? Try that. And all it's gonna do is gonna say yes or no, or it'll tell you how much they'll give you. Next.
1: Beep. I'm a relatively new trainer. I mainly deal with puppies and basic obedience. Awesome. Any tips for dipping into handling fearful,
0: aggressive dogs? Stay away from the aggressive ones. Mm, yeah. Seriously, you can make it you can make a six-figure income doing what you're doing now and have and have a way better state of mind. Yeah. So keep. Keep working with clients. First of all, you should join my my mentorship program or at least do a, a one-on-one um, with me. And I can help you get into anything you want to do. I mentor a lot of dog trainers, a lot of dog trainers. But the the fearful dog thing, that is a um, – that's why you should, that, you should come to the mastermind.
1: Sometimes fearful dogs are harder than aggression. Than aggression. Believe it or not.
0: Fearful dogs. I think
1: I'd rather work with aggression, ag-
0: aggression. Yep. to be honest. So would I. Yep. Fearful dogs can be extremely difficult, and it takes a lot of troubleshooting. Because
1: you're used to working with happy-go-lucky dogs, lots of food drive, toy drive, play drive, most likely.
0: Fearful dogs, no, none don't of that. They don't care. They don't care about anything. They don't care. They don't care about anything. Nope. All that stuff in all these textbooks, all that stuff that you learn in any college or dog training school— Fearful dogs, nope. Don't respond to it. No. Yeah. Doesn't respond to it at all.
1: Does it get really creative?
0: Yeah. But, but but, I would say that's why I do mentorships, and that's why I do online consults. Yeah. Yep. Next.
1: Kathy, hey, finally catching a lie. For holding remote, smaller hands, ladies, I think Joelle's way is easier. For Correct. the bigger hands, Correct. Jeff's way might be easier.
0: Depends. Also, what you can do is you actually can unscrew – this screw in a little nut and that's good for close quarters so you can get a screw in a little nut and now your hands can get closer okay just to let you know so you can screw in a little bolt i mean you know what i say nut, screw in a little bolt that doesn't go up very high all right um and now your hands can go closer it won't help you it's not good for distance but it's good for closeness Just a little tip there okay
1: Amir, thanks about the answer. What do you think about squirt bottle to deal with aggression or reactivity? Of course, with tons of rewards for good decisions. Whoa, well,
0: whoa! Well, you didn't have to do. You didn't have to put in the tons of reward thing. <laughs> don't worry about it. You don't have to. You can correct the hell out of your dog if you want to. Okay, we're you know. Don't worry about the. Don't worry about the re, the reward part of it, because um, there's timing on that. You want to be careful when you give the rewards when you're doing aggression rehab, because it can go against you. You have to make sure your sequence is proper. If it stops the behavior, sure. Like it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be quote unquote painful if it stops the behavior. We have rehabbed dogs with aggressive dogs with squirt bottles before that did not care about a um, shot collar. A bonker, we've rehabbed lots of dogs before. We have dogs that, that blow through double bosses. A boss is more powerful than this they wear two they blow through the highest levels and don't care you know what they care about a bonker which is soft cotton towel
1: or a squirt bottle
0: or a squirt bottle neither of those things hurt the dog Mm
1: -mm.
0: neither of them think about that it's all on how the dog perceives it it's all on how the dog perceives it next
1: T and E elite canine. I missed the live earlier this morning, but I couldn't agree more. People confuse their level of comfort as their dogs. And it's just not true. Their problem is a lack of leadership. And sadly, without a lobotomy, they will continue to have the disconnect.
0: Well, not quite. You don't have to go quite that far, but, um, I think that, that, that skill set in a human could be, um, built and reinforced. Mm -hmm. Um, there's an art to it. I think the marketplace is very confused right now because the, the amount, the huge amount of misinformation in the, in the biggest thing that I am seeing is in the dog training community. I'm seeing a lot of dog trainers get really, really soft and you think, well, well maybe they learn better techniques maybe, but I think they're being soft because they don't want the social media pushback. That is why Mm -hmm. that is exactly why, because I know some of these folks personally, And what they do in private and they show on the screen are two different things. At least I admit what I do. Because there's no behind closed doors Jeff Gellman that people don't know about. I'll tell you what I do. I got no problem at all telling you what I do. And if you haven't listened to enough of my content, you'll know that I'm upfront and, and blunt and honest about what we do. But I think a lot of people are afraid of social media pushback. In fact, I know they are. I know they are. It's unethical. Sorry. That's unethical business practices. Next.
1: Diane said, yep, it's a teacup Yorkie.
0: Yeah. Two pounds. Little tennis racket, (laughs) baking sheet pan, something that's flat that you can just, like, put on the floor and, like, use that. You're right. So you don't step on it.
1: Mm -hmm. Next. Ryan, but it is important before we go to Ryan's those little dogs need to understand spatial pressure or they will get stepped yeah, on. Yeah, that's another thing. You need to teach them to respect human's feet in right. space.
0: Yeah, they, they need to be very well the first of all they have no problem seeing your feet because it's about all they can fucking see, they're so damn low. Right. So, but 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 what it is is the last thing you also want is a small dog forging ahead of you at the end of the leash. Mm-hmm. That's very very dangerous. Very. It's extremely dangerous. You know like we're out biking so we're gonna go uh we're going for a walk tonight but let's say we went for a bike ride tonight all right and we're riding our bikes with our dogs and we see people up in front of us Mm -hmm. and we always to be like well out of courtesy if they have a dog we'll ride on the other side of the street just out of courtesy because most likely they're concerned about our dogs even though our dogs are not the problem it's just the way that human nature works but if we look at them and we're like oh they're just walking but meanwhile they have a little t- tiny dog, but it's five, ten feet in front of them. We're like, we're not going to know that to the last minute. One of our bikes can hit the dog. We can run over the dog. A car can hit the dog. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people like, have, a, have a habit of letting those dogs are, uh, way ahead of them. So it's very, very important that, that you have a dog that actually walks next to you. So, yeah, little dogs need to know how to heal too. Next.
1: Ryan, yes, I prefer training me, the handler, instead of y'all doing the training on my dog for me. Learning never stops. Thank you.
0: So, both—if if that's right, he's a dog trainer, right?
1: Ryan, no, he's in your Patreon, and we said. Oh, got it got
0: it got it. it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the human training—the human training component—is important because, well, number one, not you—you can, you can only you can train your own dog, but you can also help other people. But sometimes there is absolutely an advantage of sending your dog away to a boarding train, because they need they need the the you know they need rehab like major yeah. rehab.
1: Sounds That's... like Ryan's dog is just pulling on the leash. Yeah, dog. yeah.
0: Ryan's dog is just doing some nonsense. Yeah.
1: Diane dealing with you two will absolutely change who you are. I think she means that in a good way. <laughs>
0: Like what? You're gonna be in therapy the rest of your life if you if you right if I do the
1: inner circle and I've never been the same. It's
0: like I've never been the same. It's like once a week therapy. I'm up to three times. I'm trying. I'm up to three times a week therapy. Next,
1: Skylar. I have four dogs in my home. Oldest being six, youngest being eight months. I have a baby due in February, and I'm working on baby management. I've made the blanket hot and corrected any jumping while holding a wrapped towel. Is there anything else you would add that I need to do?
0: Ironically, where we are actually we're actually filming a baby proofing course today. In fact today um, the tummy time activity set came in and a little crying baby came in and um, we're gonna be able to show everybody what to do for baby proofing. Next. Um, let's see. Well, hold, on. hold on let me give a couple of a little tips there. even though I don't give out tips, here's some tips. Download a bunch of baby sounds from YouTube. Put them on your phone. Also, make sure your dog knows the out command. Also, make sure your dog can hold the command for hours at a time. Also, make sure your dog has no resource guarding issues whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Also, make sure you can get your dog to literally, if that's part of the out command, if it's in a downstay you can walk up to it and say out in a, in a Moves away from you. Make sure your dog um, can heal next to the can, stroller. Can heal next to the stroller. We're gonna be demonstrating all of that in this video. We'll 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 be actually putting out snippets prior to the video being released. Yeah. Next on Instagram stories. Next.
1: Sawlight Entertainment said didn't know pay it later was an option. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
1: Melissa, cool. I think it's just what Joelle said. Some people need permission to just do it.
0: Yeah, I think, especially in today's with all the fucking bullshit going on out there on social media. Yeah. Like everybody is afraid to say, if somebody pulls into your driveway and your dog charges them and bites them, you need to put a remote collar on that dog and a long line on that dog. And that long line, you have to make sure that long line, if it gets to the end, does not reach that human for double safety. And you need to make sure you're going to let that dog run. You're going to let that dog get almost to the end of that line. So that means if that line was not on that dog, that dog would make contact because we know it has a bite history. And that dog should feel a tremendous amount of discomfort. Yes, pain. And why more dog trainers will not talk about that, I have no fucking idea. Because everybody is saying, oh, have the person show up with a bunch of treats and make the pulling in the car friendly now now is that is that a a theory sure it's a theory but how about when that hand of treats also gets bitten off because those are the dogs that we meet and it's not going to make your dog hate people see this is what people have to understand I, I, I would, I, and I'm baffled why this is not common sense. Your dog already hates people. Before I gave that advice, you're the one that told me your dog was charging people and biting them. So nobody can come back and say it'll make your dog hate people. Like I don't think your dog loves people. That's why it's biting them and attacking them. But if you Make it so that act is extremely uncomfortable to the dog. Guess what? Historically, they will stop. Now, that's step one. Step two, three, four, five, six, seven can be reward-based for making good choices. But somebody pulls in the driveway and you look down at your dog and it's looking like it wants to race down the, the driveway, you could correct that as well. Until it looks like it doesn't care that somebody pulled in the driveway. Well, how about if it's a criminal? Turn off the TV, don't read the newspaper. Okay? Because, like, I'm not ignorant of crime. I'm not ignorant of housebreaking. I'm not ignorant of the amount of females being attacked out there. I'm not ignorant of children being taken. But we're talking about multiple times a day problem with millions of families. And that's what we're talking about next.
1: Ryan said, oh, no, he doesn't pull. He just gets one to two inches ahead of my left leg. I just have high expectations, but then I realized this isn't competition healing, but I want him in follow mode for his reactivity. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, you bring up a good point. It's not, you know, competition, actually competition healing. If anyone's doing competition healing, make sure your dog actually goes to a chiropractor. There's a great book out there actually by a chiropractor. Not only does he say that prong collars are probably the safest collar out there, but he also talks about the amount of damage that a competition heal the dog moving its neck like that for a long periods of time can actually mess up the dog's neck. So make sure it gets make sure it gets adjustments. But the dog also, when it's walking a little bit behind you, is in a different mental space. It's in a different mental space as well. So it's not in the hunt mode anymore. It's in the follow mode. It's a big difference to the dog's mindset. Next.
1: Diane said, No, all good. Your seminar made me a much better person. My life is better, even my marriage is better.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Wow, and 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 no, we don't teach like Kama Sutra positions or anything. Tantric. Okay, <laughs> so, so it's not a tantric sex seminar. I used to I used to do those though back in the day when I had the sex shops. But um,
1: we teach you how to be a better person.
0: I teach you how to be a better person and a better communicator. But I will say, I mentioned I was snarky about one to three times a week therapy. Um, I'm a huge fan of talk therapy, guys. All right, if you're struggling out there right now, there's help. There's help. And there's no shame in it whatsoever. No. no shame. Talking to your friends, no. Go to a professional. Mm. Go to someone. And, and by the way, just like every dog trainer is not good, every therapist is not good. And just because you don't connect with a therapist, that doesn't mean you can't go to another therapist.
1: Yeah, it's like speed dating okay. to find the right one. Got
0: it. Next.
1: Except you have to pay them freaking 200 bucks an hour. Well, but so what? Yeah. Uh, Beep said, can you link the masterclass you're talking about? I did. I linked the mastermind right there for yep, you. Yep, it's there. And you can find it on JeffGelmanSeminars.com if you're listening to the podcast. Yep. Soblight Entertainment, other trainer that uses e-callers, just got banned from IG for being abusive. Even one person commenting, the dogs are abused into being happy. <laughs> it's rough telling the truth. So... Yeah, abused into being they happy.
0: They got banned on... Instagram? On Instagram? Well...
1: Like deplatformed.
0: I wonder what they were showing, because you can fight that, but all our videos get reported. All our videos get reported, but but that's the whole woke culture out there is this whole ultra sensitive thing. But I would love I would love to know how many of these third party people that are investigating these. Banning and deplatforming are actually knowledgeable about remote power training. I'd like to know. I mean, what's next? Hunting videos? Right? Right, what's next? Animal control for feral hogs and pigs? Shooting them from helicopters? For you gotta get rid of these, these animals in Texas. They're destroying crops. Is that next? Like, what's next? That's like you're killing an animal. They have those videos up. So, you know, abuse, using a remote collar on a dog is not abusive. But I'd be interested to know to see what trainer, and I don't want to know, please don't post it, would be putting up a video that would even look like abuse. Most people are smart enough to actually not put those videos up. So it's the way it is. Next.
1: Skylar, thank you so much. I've been doing most of that already. I'm a new dog trainer in Fort Worth and have yet to come across baby management. I really appreciate your tips and look forward to the video.
0: Yeah, baby proofing. Yeah. So you can also do a council with me. Depends when the baby. Um, it's February. Oh. When
1: she's due. It'll be out. It'll be out. Yeah. Probably out in a month.
0: But start now. Start yeah. now. The car seat. The car seat's hot. The stroller, the the dog should heel next to you, not the stroller. Any resource guarding, but a lot of things happen. A lot lot of behaviors happen with dogs and baby. The dog might start resource guarding you. The dog can start resource guarding the baby from you, believe it or not. So a lot of things can happen. Next.
1: Teresa, oh, look, it's seven. This is the last question. Last question. All four of my dogs wear e-collars. Great training tools. Yep.
0: And if you have the easy educator, which is a four-dog unit, you only need one handset. (laughs) <laughs> or the, the dogtra Edge, I they calling it the Edge? That's mm-hmm. a four-dog unit. Yep. It's great. Imagine that. You can take four dogs off leash in a field, in the woods, they all listen to you. And there's many people out there that are saying, I got four dogs, they're in the woods and they don't have e-cowers. That's wonderful. That's fantastic. Awesome. Good job. You did a really good job training and I'm being 100% serious. But... There's also people that can't do that and they need the help of a remote collar. but also what's your bar for training? Like, well, they eventually come back. Right. Well, eventually it's not good enough for me.
1: Hell no, it's
0: not. Nope. It's the difference between life or death. Anyway, we've got to go. It's getting dark here. We got to walk the dogs. Walk, walk, walk. Okay. And that's that code word for sex. We got to actually walk the dogs. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.